Welcome to the Intentional Father Podcast. Where us fathers parent our children, not by accident, but with intent. I'm your host, Aaron Stroman. Welcome to episode 13. This episode is called Storytime. I was going to call it literacy because that's what it's about, but literacy, it's a weird word to say and to use. And storytime is a little more captivating. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the value of literacy among people, let alone children, but it's huge. I'll go into it a little bit, though. It's important for our kids to know how to read. It's important for people to know how to read. There's a direct correlation between literacy and crime. There's obviously value in uh, like future employment, professional success. Uh, even success at school depends on the ability to read. Why am I talking about this? Well, fathers, we have a chance to teach our kids how to read, and it starts with story time. I'm not, I'm not just going to keep it around story time, but it starts there. So if you're a young father, you have a young child who can't even read yet, can't even talk yet, you can still begin to teach your kids how to read through story time. If you're a father of older kids and you think, oh, I missed it, I'm too late, you're not too late, have your kids start reading. I'll even talk about some ways to incentivize children to read because that's, that's an important, that's an important uh, again, skill to have, an important value to make a part of your family. And as fathers, we got to lead the charge. And of course, we got to lead by example. Everything revolves around integrity, so we have to read. So if, you're, if your child is an infant, here's a, here's a beautiful thing. You probably read, you could buy kids' books for them to, you know, to kind of look at and engage with the pictures and read them stories. But if they're not even able to really comprehend what's going on, it's healthy just to read your own book while holding your child in your arms, getting them used to you looking at words, making sounds of those letters and words, and reading it out loud. So if you're into like some big leadership book, business book, a book just for entertainment, hold your kid and, and read it to them. Read out loud. So that's, that's where it starts. Okay, so even if they can't talk yet, even if they you know, are super young, they can't see, they can't really interact, it's good to begin that pattern of reading, getting your kids used to interacting with books and listening to dad read, read out loud. So there's, there's step one. It's also a bonding experience in that stage of life. And then as they develop mentally, you're going to start teaching them the alphabet. You're going to start teaching them different sounds and words with letters. And it's really rewarding to teach your kid how to talk, but then also how to how to read, how to put the letters together to make words that put it all together to make a sound and begin to speak and learn how to read. So that's really, really fulfilling as well. And it starts there with story time. Okay, it starts with story time. I would even say one of the most productive activities you can do is teach your kid how to engage with a book. On their own, kids will always engage with a screen over a book Every time, but teaching your kid how to how to read, 
when they start to do that and they read a good story, it engages their mind, it engages their imagination, it takes that intellect power to read it and make sense of it, to comprehend it. And I remember when my kids were young, I read them the Chronicles of Narnia. And years later, we watched some of the movies. And it was really interesting to talk to them about the difference of their imagination when we were reading the book versus the images the movie portrayed. Reading is always more engaging and more creative than Hollywood can, can make a movie every time. So it's a really productive activity to read with your kids and to have them read. Now, another benefit, of course, is, is the educational value that reading provides. So, of course, you're teaching your kids how to learn that reading to your children also exposes them to new information. They're going, they're, they're going to get new information in their brain. Give your child permission to ask questions if there's a word, a concept, if they don't get the point of, of the book, if they, you know, those words or phrases they don't understand. Allow them to interrupt and go, wait, what does that mean? Wait, how do you, what was that word you said? So you're teaching them. Obviously, it will diversify their vocabulary as you're reading books. A child who reads is more le- likely to succeed in school than a child who, who doesn't. A child who is read to is more successful than children who are not read to in school. That's a statistical fact. So read to your children. You're going to help them succeed in education. Now, if you have older kids, especially if, if reading isn't a part of your family culture, but you want to try to make it a part of your family culture, how do you begin that? Where's the starting point? Something I do, mainly over summertime, because I think my kids read enough during school, but over summertime, I'll incentivize books anywhere from $1 to $10. I'll pay my kids if they read and finish a book. Obviously, the longer or more difficult the reading, the higher incentive I give them. And my kids think that they were getting a good deal by earning a few bucks reading reading some books. Little did they know, I was the one getting a huge return on my investment because my kids are reading books that they wouldn't have read otherwise. And if it just cost me... Oh, five bucks, three bucks, 10 bucks. That's a huge investment. And if that's what it takes to get your kid to read, have them do it. Here's, here's what happened, I promise you. As they learn to read, especially if it's in real engaging, like story narrative books, they're going to start reading on their own. Some of the books I've had to pay my kids to read are like How to Win Friends and Influence People, leadership, relationship books. I incentivize. But uh, regardless, the more kids read, the better. If you, you can incentivize and it'll get kids reading. So that's really good. And then another huge benefit is the character development that comes from reading. So there's a few different ways that we can engage character development when reading to our children. Well, the first way, and this is really fun, and this takes a little bit of improv from you, Dad, but you can totally do this. When the character in the book comes to a major decision point, especially if it's a moral decision, Pause and ask your kids, what should the character do? Even if you know what they do, go ahead and put it in the kid's hands, see what the character would do. Okay, then ask your children, what would you do if you were in the situation the character's in? Because you might get a different answer there. So you can can have a little bit of role play to help develop character. 
helping kids make the wise decisions, the good decisions. Another another way that um, books add to character development is just simply if, if there's a direct teaching of morals, teaching lessons or principles. I like the book of Virtues by William Bennett. It's a book full of fables, uh, his, historical stories, and principles. And some of the readings are really short, which is great for story time when you got to get it done quick. Some of them are longer, but they're it's called a book of virtues, and it's a huge book. You can have kids read through that all day long. Uh, it's it's a wonderful book. I mentioned that one by name because it's it great for character development. In fact, the book is even split up by the different characteristics that the stories or parables teach. So I highly recommended. Um, what else? Oh, also another way for character development when you begin having your kids read through the Bible, when you're reading the scriptures to them, there's a spiritual development that's going to take place. I advise parents, and this could probably be its own podcast, it will be, but you'll want to teach your kids how to have their own personal devotion, but they can't engage in the Word of God until they know how to read. So if we teach our kids how to read, if and if they see us reading the Bible, if we read the Bible to them, there are so many good devotional books, family devotional books, children's devotional books, children's Bibles, so many different translations out there. It's so easy to, to find ways to engage kids in reading when it comes to biblical or spiritual matters. And that's one you simply don't want to neglect. So reading to your child is one of the best daily habits you can instill in your parenting. Uh, I, I like the, I personally like the idea of story time being a part of our bedtime routine. So it's, it's a routine. It's just something that we do every day. Again, I'm a, I'm not a morning guy. I'm an evening guy. So I do story time. If, if more, if your family's a morning family, do it in the mornings, let it be a part of a routine, a routine though. And I would say, uh, you know, have them brush teeth first, have them changed into their pajamas first. I I like the idea of when it's story time, that's when the kids get to come into the parents' bed. That's right. Kids get to be a part of the parents' bed during story time. Then afterwards, kids go to their own beds to get tucked in. Again, I'm not I probably won't make a podcast just on on like what beds do our kids sleep in, but I will make the point here. Kids need to learn how to sleep in their own beds. Parents need to learn to have their kids sleep in their own beds. Dads, don't let the kids sleep in your bed. Moms, you know, I, this podcast isn't for moms, but moms tend to be the, the softy on this. Don't, no. Kids sleep in their own beds, but it's a nice compromise if story time is in mommy and daddy's bed. or Hey, if you're a single parent, yeah, have them join you in bed but then have them sleep in their own bed. That's still a good skill to learn. Uh, of course, there can be exceptions on the nightmares or the you know the sick, you know, if kids sick or whatever, let them sleep in your bed so they feel better. But as for general rule of thumb, you want your kids sleeping in their own beds, especially if you're married, because husband and wife need to have their own time, their own privacy in their own bed. But as 
as reading stories, having story time, nightly reading, as you integrate that into your daily routine, your kid, you know your kids are going to get read to on a daily basis. When it's appropriate, you let your kids start reading, doing the out loud reading for the family. If they're just learning, have them read a paragraph and then take over because it's painful. Don't make it painful for everybody for very long. I had these character sketchbooks that it was a Christian book thing. And I mean, big vocabulary words. It's, it's kind of a fundamental Christian writing. And it was written probably in the 70s. So there was some verbiage that was just difficult to pronounce. But I would have my kids read a little bit. Uh, there were pictures as correlating animal characteristics to biblical virtues. Anyways, it, really cool book. But yeah, I would have them read it and they weren't ready to read all of it. So I just have them read a little bit. And then again, as they get older and they can read longer sections, have them do that, have them be a part of reading the stories. Um, I would also say this kind of final, if you have multiple kids and they fight over what should be read, you're the parent, you're the father, you're the leader, you choose the reading. Sometimes it, it's a reading that can you can read the whole book in one night, you know, a little kid's book. Sometimes, like the Chronicles of Narnia, I would read a chapter. So we're getting a chunk, but then we're picking up from yesterday and keep on reading. So don't be afraid to be the parent and make the decision on what we're going to read. But the value of reading to your children is so huge. Don't neglect it. Don't overlook it. Reward it. Take advantage of it. And dads, make sure you're reading as well filling your heart up spiritually, filling your mind up intellectually, learning something new, growing in your leadership, in your faith, in your business. And that, my friends, is the conclusion of story time. Let's go read to our kids. God bless you.